a podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. Hello, welcome to the From the Rookery End short. We are post forum, Mike. Yeah, we've been at their place, I suppose. We were at Watford. We're in the uh, in the bowels of the what was the round stand, the Graham Taylor stand, and we've just heard from Troy, Kike, Luke Dowling, and uh, Scott Duxbury. It's been fascinating night as always because I've been to a few of these in fact I'm I, my first time I met both of you was at a fans forum yeah. how states go not not ideal but <laughs> we're still here um Geordie uh, how do you how do you uh, you know comparatively uh, overall how did the night feel to you I enjoyed it, it again it like you say we've done these in the past and it's nice that we continue to do them since since the, this administration has taken over the club we haven't actually had a negative period and even when this came up you know in a month ago in the Premier League you live in the moment, you know, five minutes or whatever, a week is a long time in politics, it is in the Premier League too, because you only get one game, as I know frustrates you. Um, so it was always a punt that we could have lost to Stoke, we could have lost to West Ham, you know, you know, things could have gone pear-shaped, but they haven't. And so again, it's another positive day, um, another positive night. I think what I liked is, you know, as you'd expect, these guys are professionals, and that the fact that even though we were up and compared to the previous um, challenges when we were in the championship was, was to get up. We're not looking to get stay up and just kind of flounder you know, 16th, 17th in the table. There have been uh, talks about future plans, which uh, are uh, inspiration. Not inspiration. That sounds a bit funny, but they are they are reassuring that you know the club is still looking two, three years ahead, uh, and the structure, as much as we love Kike, is in place. And uh, you know, one man doesn't make everything happen or, or make everything fail, as one of the guys pointed out. So uh, it's all very positive. You know, it, it'd be interesting to see one. Well, I never, we don't, never want to see a negative fans forum, but it'd be interesting to see how the vibe changed if it, we did. Because those are exciting forums where there's a little bit negative to do, where there's a controversial thing. And we haven't had that for a while, not since, well, even when we were a little bit controversial recently, the man never turned up. Did it still feel like a, a worthy thing to do? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the day that people aren't grateful for these things is is, is a dark day indeed. And I, th- I think we've got to be careful about being too sycophantic because, as Geordie alluded to, everything is going brilliantly. That didn't stop the first question of the night being a, a negative one about why season ticket holders can't can't get more seats. But the overriding, the overarching thing about these things is that we've got access to not just not just the, the members of staff, but they're the people. Because for a lot of the time they're off guard, they're answering questions that you wouldn't ordinarily get them to get a chance to ask, and they're doing it very honestly and in a in a very sort of um, human way, you know, as you would almost down the pub, which I think is what these things were set up to do. And the fact that we're now 11th or whatever it is in the Premier League, and they're still doing it, they're still putting up Troy Deeney, the club captain, they're still putting up the chief executive, the manager was here, um, who put on an extraordinary performance. Um, and, and John Marks mentioned in his wrap-up that as he left, he said, you, could, you would never get this in Spain, you could never get this in Spain. And I understand why, it's a very different sporting culture in Spain, but you, you couldn't get this at Manchester City, probably. You know, there's other Premier League clubs, there's other Championship clubs, there's other league clubs who wouldn't dream of giving Joe Average the chance to sit down with beer in a room with the most important people at the football club. Um, and I think that's the, that's the big takeaway from these things. To build on that, you know, we look at it as the club letting us in and aren't they, aren't they lovely doing it? What the club's getting is kind of a hardcore fans who aren't just going to be the ones who kind of post uh, and live in the moment and complain when we lose and everything's brilliant when we win. It is, a, it is a, essentially a large focus group. So they can, they can they can judge they can gauge it and and um, although you know Scott and Troy and Luke have done these for Kike you know as Mike touched on uh, and and John Mark said this isn't something he he would have done in the past and for him it's he's still he's only, he's only been there a short while he's still learning culturally 
what English football is about and what Watford Football Club is about. And for him to, to do this, you know, is is I think is, is something that's going to hold him in good stead. And he's going to understand actually this is a club where if I they are going to give me time. And, and I think Scott mentioned that you know one of the reasons they bought Watford was the patience of the fans. But rather than then telling Kike that he's now seen it, he's seen that there is a, a real affection. And yeah, and you wouldn't get it in Spain probably because they will be talking over each other, and you wouldn't get you wouldn't know, who, <laughs> and it'd be, it'd be a real headache to know who to answer, and it'll be shouting across. But it, but it does it does. Um, it does add to the uniqueness of Watford, and and it and it, and it establishes it for someone like Kike. You got a special uh, perspective on Kike, um, being a Spanish speaker, and sort of seeing him on the stage being asked questions in English, and he's only been over here a few months. Did, did you notice anything about that? I think you know, as we touched on a minute ago, this isn't something he'd have a lot of experience on uh, of in Spain, and speaking freely is in a second language is always difficult. <laughs> so if you listen to, to if you listen to someone who speaks Spanish as a first language, there are nuances of English that you don't pick up, uh, and there's a lot of questions where he answered the question, but he didn't. He wasn't able to communicate, I guess, in the way he would if it's in his first language. Uh, and often there were questions, there were subtleties in the questions that he didn't answer, and that wasn't because he was being evasive. That's simply because he picks up the gist of the question, in my view, rather than understanding it literally word for word. Okay. Uh, there were four men on the on the stage. Uh, there was Troy. Um, how did he do, Mike? Troy's done a lot of these, so we're used to seeing him. Um, I'd say this is in the top 50%. <laughs> it looked to me, to be perfectly honest, like he had his mind elsewhere tonight. Rolling out p to potentially some, some more easy gags, maybe. Troy, how did he do? Oh, so you're now introducing me. <laughs> Remember last time when we did this, you had to introduce me first, so I understand how it goes. Was he just hammering the gaffer, by the way? <laughs> he was using his insight into being a Spanish uh, speaker, uh, into how, in this situation, uh, a non, uh, not very strong Spanish speaker might react. Okay, just I caught the back end of it. It kind of looked like he was hammering my gaffer, so I was about to just come and... Uh, Pull the clock. Yeah, you know, kind of be a bit forceful in it. Um, as for top 50, I was very interested to be there. I did, of course. In my, in my defence, I don't have to be here. This is actually my evening off, so I decided to come, help the gaffer out as he's got other commitments. So you like weren't left on your own with Borwood, Scott and Luke. So I come and helped out and um, yeah, I was doing my own thing. Then I have, have a bit of fun, tell the truth. And some people are shocked, so they find it quite funny. So yeah. They, they, they do enjoy it, Troy. People absolutely love hearing from me. Do, do you sense that? And, and do you enjoy these sort of things? Uh, I get nervous on these things, to be fair. I, don't, I can play football in front of, you know, hundreds of thousands it don't bother me but you know this little intimate thing where you every word is analysed and also you got to remember they might not know me so if I say a joke that I think is funny not everybody does so you have to be conscious with uh, what you're saying and you know try and respect the room and yeah it's good fun but I haven't had any negative feedback until you just give me 50% so other than that it's been going quite well for the last six years. Do you see the uh, face reactions and sort of think oh, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah, it's it's good fun, but like some people's questions kind of just team me up, don't they? They're a bit a bit easy to to hammer them back with. So yeah, if I can have a bit of fun with it, I will. But generally, it's all good. I've had a good day, and I'm about to go and join Miles upstairs for a birthday celebratory drink, and I'll have a green tea. Before we let you go, if you were a supporter, Troy, and you were sitting here, what question would you ask any of the guys up there? I would have asked, possibly would have asked, what happened between Zola leaving just because the dust has settled, so you might have got a different answer to what you could have went back on. Just see people slip up. If they didn't, they didn't, but 
least you know you've got the truth then, don't you? We'll set them in the bag for the next one, so you can prepare your answer for that one next time. I'm ready. I'm waiting for the next invite on the podcast, because uh, the Grove is still quite nice. The food's decent there, I haven't been there since, so can't afford it. It's a date, Troy. Let's, we'll get it sorted. We'll get something in the diary. Appreciate it. Enjoy yourselves, fellas. Uh, there was there was there was sort of there were two halves of, uh, to the event. There was the first half with Kike, uh, and then the second half with Troy, which was much, definitely more livelier. The personality Troy definitely cut through. But let, let's reflect on that. The first bit with Kike, um, he got quite emotional. He did, yeah. I think he was clearly sort of. People talk about him being taken aback by the by the support he's got and and so on and so forth. And you wonder is that paying a little bit of lip service? That's what every manager says. All the fans have been great, but I think he was visibly um, quite intrigued, maybe to start with, and then genuinely quite um, yeah, he was emotional. He got a little bit choked up at one stage because everyone, but they pre- they pre- prefaced their questions by saying thank you, well done, mm, yeah. and it was heartfelt. It wasn't just saying oh, here's the manager, well done, mate. It was actually. Thank you for joining this club. Thank you for seeing the potential and thank you for doing an amazing job. And that clearly meant a lot to him, which in turn is rewarding for us to see that. And and it's so rare you see behind the curtain of, of, you know, this guy's won the Europa League. This guy's, you know, he's managed in in the top league in Spain and he's, he's been there and done it. And just to see... Someone see an element of his personality come through in what is quite a um, intimate setting. It's it's a privilege really, but great as a supporter to see that's someone who cares. That's a passionate man, and to have someone like that involved at Watford is, is great. Uh, if you've never been to one of these events, we recommend that you do. Um, the uh, club at the end announced that they, this this is an at our place event where we've come to Vicarage Road, and they'll be at your places, uh, which they've been running for several seasons now, where we get to go. They're going to go out. Uh, to the local area, uh, to local places, uh, and if you've never been to one before, that we really do recommend that you do. Um, it, 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 it is warm, but actually, you can ask any question you like, uh, and they will give their best answer that they can. Don't make it a rubbish question, but they will answer any question that you like. Uh, thanks for listening to another from the record short. We'll be back soon uh, with more shorts and also more reflection on this fairly good Watford Premier League season so far. A podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the rookery end.